0: Hey listeners! In our podcast we tell stories of true crime and hauntings, and these stories can sometimes contain gruesome and explicit details. This podcast is not intended for listeners who may not want to listen to the graphic description of true crime events. It may cause triggers.
1: Our hosts are by no means experts on any subject matter they discuss.
0: They're just two friends telling you true stories from our home in the Pacific Northwest. Thanks and enjoy the show. Or don't. That's okay too. This is new. It's a new chair. Um, That one hurts
1: my ass. My asses. Because we have those kind of asses now. Yes. They're a little flat and a little wider. They just. I
0: don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Remember this? Remember this song? Is this like Natalie and Imbr- Bruglia? Natalie and Bruglia? Yeah. I don't like this fucking song. Do you not? Wait, I hate it. I thought I saw a man
1: more yeah, this is garbage, right? He has torn. <laughs> My brother sent me that a long time ago and I was Why like, "Hey, mem- he, he, he was like, that? hey, remember this song, Darren? Right? Yeah, for sure. I think we did this one night." Anyways, that's a cool game we could play one time. Remember
0: this song? hmm I got one.
1: <laughs> oh, do you? Always.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a great song. It is. It's the rainy Sunday afternoon.
0: I'm wasting my time, I got nothing to do.
1: Nothing never happens And, and I, I wonder. wonder
0: Okay Ooh Remember I this song? I feel like song? I won this game already Remember this song? Oh, I fucking like that song Save tonight Eagle Eye Cherry Yep Yeah <laughs> How about this one? Oh, Marcy Playground it's a great song. Yeah. i had too much time
1: oh, you yeah. think about myself. Okay. Well done. Okay, should we do one more each? Sure. Remember this song? Oh, yeah. Dude, this was the love song of our generation.
0: It makes me feel sad. It makes me want to, like, place in the bottle or something. Oh. You know? Yeah. <laughs> there's a game <laughs> Nicholas?
1: wait what
0: why does it make you think of Nicholas Cage <laughs> do I don't think this song plays in a movie he's in <laughs> where he falls in love with Meg Ryan and he's dead City of Angels oh I don't know if I've seen that I think that's what I'm thinking of okay hang on my turn
1: oh <laughs> soul decision oh yeah oh my god <laughs> I want to take off all all your clothes. clothes. Baby, that's the one I gotta get better. Oh, Oh. yeah. (laughs) Oh, that that is amazing. That was great stuff. All right. Okay, so there's a couple things I want to touch on. Sure. First of all, I want to let our listeners know that we don't have a Rebecca anymore. So I think this episode should be dedicated to her.
0: Yeah, Nemlock. Akabakernemwak.
1: Um She didn't die or anything. <laughs> <laughs> she's just...
0: Moving on to greener pastures. On.
1: Yeah, she's in school. She's a busy lady. We love her. And um, she doesn't live where we live. That makes a difference. That, yeah, exactly. She moved far, far away. She lives in Alaska. So rude. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> she doesn't. Um, but we loved you and appreciated all your hard work last season, and we want to thank you.
0: Yeah, you, we learned a lot from you. Yes, you, Rebecca.
1: so we're trying to do this ourselves now, so bear with us. Woo. <laughs> we got this. We got this. I have faith in you. Um, okay, that was the one thing. Then another thing I thought we should touch on was the Trina Hunt case. Because um, you did your story last season, and I've kind of been checking updates on that. It's still ongoing. Have you checked in? Um.
0: Yeah, like, I see
1: the updates regularly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's not a lot happening. There's nothing happening. No.
1: Um, But her family is offering a $50,000 reward for any information leading to the arrest. And also, on November 28th, which is this Sunday, they're having a gathering. Fact. A fun fact. Giver. On average, one woman or girl is killed every two and a half days in Canada. Holy shit. Yeah. That seems high. That's high. That's
0: scary. So, um, yeah. Be aware, especially if you're a woman. Yeah, I'm just looking up. There's another lady that's um, from Langley that's been missing. Yeah, Na- so. Uh, Naomi Onotera. Yeah. She's been missing from Langley since end of August. And same thing. Oh, no. Yeah, they've. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Okay, there's this. I don't know. It's weird. There's this thing on Facebook going around where like you, it'll be like, it says share a picture of what your screen saver is or your lock screen and blah blah blah. And so you t- it, you put this little it tags you. I don't know how it does. Um, it's getting old. Anyways, there's one where you share the definition of your name from Urban Dictionary. So. I took oh, it upon is myself. Is that what's going on? Yeah. Because I
1: saw a few people share that and I was like, oh, what what's the hell happening? is it?
0: Yeah, that's what it is. Something like that. Anyways, I took it upon myself to look up our definitions. So, I there's lots of definitions. Um, like, it's not your actual name definition, it's your slang definition, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I picked a nice one and a not nice one for each of us because there's lots of definitions. Okay. So, your, uh, I'll do mine first. My nice one. It says, Adarla is a beautiful lady. If you ever meet Adarla, she'll be sure to make your day better. She is one of the nicest people you can ever meet, has a big heart, and gives helpful advice. She loves her family and accepts everyone. If you know Adarla, you sure are lucky. Kezia. Kezia is the diamond of the world. She's the most beautiful queen ever. No one can even explain how beautiful she looks. (laughs) Kezia is also fun, caring, kind-hearted, so her best friends will always be on her side no matter what. Kezia is a daughter of God. She loves to dance joyfully for her heavenly father. (laughs) OMG, Queen Kezia. So, accurate. I mean, hey, that's... (laughs) Okay. Now, my not-so-nice one.
1: I didn't know there was not-so-nice ones.
0: Darla. Someone who is shady as fuck. Someone who steals your awesome mustache lighter and then wants to fight you over it. We still love Darla, though, because she's so Darla. That's my bad one. That's
1: actually very accurate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Kind of, too. Yeah. I'm a mix of both. Uh, Kezia. A wet Kezia is someone who sticks their penis in a carved-out pumpkin. Pardon me? That's a what? A wet Kezia. <laughs> what? So, I just wanted to leave that there for you. Okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> Do what you will with it. A wet Kezia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's a wet Darla?
0: Ew, okay. Let's find <laughs> out. There's some really not nice Darla ones.
1: Okay. Wet Darla.
0: There's no wet Darla's. Oh. That's only for you. You are, There's a wet Kezia. <coughs> there's a dollar Darla. It's bad. You want to hear it? Yeah. Okay. Do- dollar Darla. A term used to call a woman that would do anything for a dollar. <laughs> anything, including BJ's, HJ's, AJ's, and if you can afford it, a ZJ. Dar- What's a ZJ? Well, hold on. Darla is the original white girl name from the 60s and 70s. Anyone have a do- dollar? I heard there's some dollar Darla's around here. Okay, a ZJ. I clicked that because I was like, I don't know what a ZJ is. It says, if you got to ask, then you can't afford it. <laughs> what? That's all it says. Yeah.
1: Um, you know what's funny about Dollar Darla is that my dad actually, <laughs> for some reason, couldn't say your name properly and called you Darler. Dollar. Yeah. Dar Dar Dar. He would like put ours in. Yeah, and he calls almonds almonds. <laughs> what? So we went sailing this summer, and then Whitney dubbed him Papa Armands.
0: Armins. He God. can't say almond. Does he say chocolate covered almonds? Yeah. Oh my God. And I mean, your name
1: was Darler. Darler. I remember that. I also have another cool fact. Well, it's not really cool fact. But it's the Canadian census of homicide victims. Hmm. Tell me more. From 2016 until 2020, um, in Canada, did I say a Canada? In Canada, <laughs> there was 619 homicides in 2016. In 2020, 743. They've gone up. Yeah, and then the bigger the bigger cities. So Toronto has the most. Montreal, That's Vancouver's not, not third. Surprising. Calgary, Edmonton and Victoria had 1 in 2016 and 6 homicides in 2020 hmm. right here on Vancouver Island all on the island oh well, victoria.
0: victoria i see
1: yeah mm-hmm. some of them have gone up and down but mostly they're
0: increasing increasing well shit my 12-year-old had to do a project uh on camels the evolution of camels like what the fuck okay anyways she had to do it in french um, cuz it's in she's in a french immersion program So I had to listen to this presentation she did like 10 times in a different language. And it was, I didn't know what she's saying half the time, all the time. Mm -hmm. But what I did get from it is that they actually have camel beauty pageants. (laughs) This is not a fucking lie. This is a thing. So uh, (laughs) uh, here we go. January 2018, some pageant contest contestants hit a hump in the road this week. That is, a camel beauty contest in Saudi Arabia disqualified a dozen camels for over Botox injections. So they inject them no. to have like bigger lips. They already have huge lips. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. They use the Botox for the lips, the nose, the upper lips, the lower lips, and even the jaw. It makes the head more inflated, so when the camel comes, it's like, oh, look how big that head is. It's got big lips and a big nose. There's 57 million dollars awarded to the winners of the contests.
1: Excuse me.
0: Yeah. Is with there mo- photos? So it's 57 million awarded for camel races, and then 31.8 is uh, for just the pageants. I'm sorry, but that's
1: awful. <laughs> Those poor camels. Yeah. Like I already don't agree with beauty pageants in general. Now you're putting the animals through that shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just showed Kezia a picture of oh, some dolled up they camels.
1: They put li- that's, That actually makes me really upset. I don't that's, think... Let me see.
0: That's so fucked up. The queen herself. <laughs> I don't think that part's real. They don't actually put lipstick on them. I'm just fucking with you. But oh. the pageants are real and they, they, actually they definitely... Them. This is more like what they look like.
1: That camel is more beautiful than i love ever This be. is a beautiful camel <laughs> right here. Oh my goodness. It's oh. got a little
0: beauty mole. That is ridiculous. Anyways, we'll uh, share those pictures for you guys, you camel enthusiasts. (laughs) Do you think that they
1: mostly have those camel pageants on hump day?
0: Probably. (laughs) (laughs) I love me a good camel joke.
1: Well, should we RPS?
0: Yes. Let's do it.
1: Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. 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 Son of a gun. I win again. She papered my rock. Today, I'm going to tell you this story, stories coming from a lady named Karina Sables and her UFO sightings.
0: Cool. I can't wait to argue about this.
1: (laughs) Okay, so Karina um, had moved her family to Alder Grove, which is a suburb of Vancouver. On July 17th, 1991, Karina had a friend over. A, a guy friend. Ooh. I don't. They might have been more than friends. Um, her kids were asleep, and he came over for tea. Yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> tea. And so they. It was a nice evening, so they decided to sit outside. Wait a
0: minute. Who the fuck comes over for tea? A guy friend. Okay.
1: That you maybe. I'm already <laughs> suspicious. <laughs> what do you mean? I come. I come over for tea.
0: Have you ever had a guy come over for tea? Gazia. <laughs> <Guess you? laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you? No. That's a What no. do they come over for? Well, not tea. I don't know. Beer. A beer. Maybe a beer. Okay, sure. Maybe
1: I- they don't drink, Darla.
0: I don't understand what you're saying.
1: So, anyways, they were having tea out- outside. It was a nice evening, so they decided to sit out on the patio. Okay. And then out of nowhere, she felt this strange humming in her abdomen, and he also felt it. And then they looked up, and there was this giant boomerang shaped object in the sky. And she said she could tell um, how big it was because the stars were blacked out where it was. And there was no lights or sounds. And the frogs had stopped croaking. So it was just like completely quiet. And then her friend was like, okay, this is this is too weird. And he went inside because he was like, I think he was afraid, but she stayed outside and she said she stared it out for about three or four minutes and then it went away. So then she came inside and her friend asked where she had been, that he had been looking for her. And she was like, no, I was, I'd just been outside. And he's like, no, I was looking for you. I even walked down to the forest and the end of the driveway and I couldn't see you. You were gone for about 45 minutes and she didn't believe him. And he's like, well, look at the time. And so sure enough, almost an hour had gone by. And so they got in like a bit of an argument about this, and he left because he was upset. And then he didn't ever come back after that.
0: Must have been bad tea. (laughs) Right?
1: (laughs) There was something in the tea. So she was abducted? So she didn't know how to really tell anybody. So the next day she called the planetarium in Vancouver mm-hmm. to kind of be like, "Hey, this is what happened to me." And they put her in touch with UFO BC. So I guess there's actually like a hotline for this kind of stuff. Okay. Or whatever. So they took her case and they told her there was actually 15 other reports from that night of similar objects, Ooh. like the big boomerang boomerang shape, and she was like, "Okay, cool. This validates" My story. So then she recalled that when she was younger, a younger girl, on October of 1969, she went out to a forest with some friends to play hide-and-seek. And all of a sudden, things became very silent. And she couldn't find her friends. And she felt as if something was following her. So she started running home. And when she got home, her parents were just as worried as she was because she had been gone for a really long time and so in usual alien abductions the person who is being abducted also known as the abductee always returns home with unusual marks on their body and she actually had marks on her from this incident and they took her to the doctor but there was no explanation for how she got them do we know like where the marks were or what they were of um not, no, they, I think they were described as like burn, like looking like burn marks. And I think one might have been on her stomach area. Okay. Just from another video I briefly watched. She had recalled that incident from this incident. She was like, oh, something similar happened to me as okay. a kid. But she had kind of, I guess, forgotten about it until sure. this more recent one happened. One night, like a few days after, when she was asleep, she woke up and saw a gray being in her house. And she thought it was a nightmare, but then later, she discovered that her daughter had made a painting of the same being, and then she knew something was, that it was legit. It wasn't a nightmare.
0: Nothing is creepier than kids' drawings. Emery does, my middle child, she does the most fucked up weird drawings sometimes. Not so much anymore, but when she was younger. hmm do, you do you see the one on her pillowcase? No. Okay, I'll find the picture.
1: Is there, like, uh, unexplainable people in the drawing? Yeah. yeah
0: and then she slept with this pillowcase for like years
1: um so then after she saw her daughter's drawings she knew okay something was in the house so her daughter had drawn two alien figures one of them was a pumpkin head and she had called that the doctor ew and then this triggered her memory from the other night so she she just assumed, you know, she kind of gapped out or whatever. But right. then she saw these drawings and then all of a sudden had a flashback.
0: It's almost like the the experiences are kind of blocked until something triggers, triggers them. Yeah, triggers them.
1: Yeah. So she remembers being taken inside of the ship and she was tied up in a big room on a table. So they put her on a table and she was tied up and she kind of came to. She said, a gray alien so, you know, there's, like, different descriptions of aliens. Like, you know what the gray aliens look like, right? They're just, yep. like, the generic, like, slim with the big head and the big eyes. Yeah. Kind of like the grays.
0: Um, Independence Day aliens.
1: Yeah. Have you watched that movie Dark Skies? Yes. So that's actually one of my favorite scary movies. So, you, you guys, if you haven't seen Dark Skies, it's super spooky. And it's really well made and it's super creepy. But, yeah, there's, the gray aliens, um, it's such a good movie.
0: Um, I actually read a book called *The Grays*. Whitley Stryber, *The Grays* is in *Book on Boat* aliens as well. Cool. Yeah, it was really good.
1: You read it? Yep. Yeah. You like alien stuff, but you don't believe in them.
0: You read? Yeah. No, I do. Oh. I, well, I, just like I don't believe ghosts, and I, re, I like, I'm fascinated by everything. I just don't believe it.
1: You don't believe that we're we there's nothing else out there.
0: Like, what do you mean? In all the
1: universe. In the entire.
0: There's lots of things out there. Is there aliens? Well, there's other creatures, but do I believe in like a- aliens with big heads and like the movies make it seem? No, I don't.
1: But you do believe there's something else out there, possibly.
0: Oh, for sure. There's galaxies and. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Okay. okay. There's probably. There's life out there of some sort. Right. Sure.
1: Okay. She, she comes to. She's on this table. And then. A gray-like alien figure with a large black with a large black almond-shaped eyes approaches her and telepathically introduces himself as a doctor. Ew creepy, right? Yes. So after that, she went into some sort of a medical examination. And there's doc- Dr. David Jacobs. He's an e- expert in alien abductions. And he says that a person is taken out of their normal environment and placed on a table. And he calls the examinations an examination of sorts because it's not normal. Routinely, sperm is taken and eggs are harvested.
0: No, they're planting people, they're farming us.
1: They're doing something. Ooh. <laughs> So then the other memory she recalled was finding herself in a room full of human fetuses. And she said those aliens were producing human hybrids by impregnating women and then removing fetuses from them. And she said she always had period problems, like female problems, and, her, and so did her mo- mom growing up. And she said sometimes she would feel pregnant, even though she wasn't.
0: Oh, isn't that weird? Yeah, well, I mean, period problems aren't weird. I think that's super normal. But so, like, but like feeling pregnant. The alien just... impregnates the lady, and then as soon as the fetus is created, then they, they take it and they grow it outside of yeah. the body. It I know, right? And then, so they're half human, half alien. Yeah. Why would they do that? What? How? we if we're maybe the so weaker that, species. Maybe so
1: that they maybe so that they can like live among us, and we don't know.
0: Oh fuck!
1: Or something because then maybe they look like humans but they're actually
0: totally aliens.
1: but like if it's an alien human hybrid like
0: you're gonna see shit there's gonna be different yeah
1: it's like when you have um like you can't have a, a ufo head <laughs> like where how do you hide those huge i've eyes seen some and... weird looking people yeah <laughs> that tr- was those people with really big heads What
0: are the guy with the crooked eyes or whatever the fuck from the like... wonky
1: eyes or like the... people that have pinheads like me
0: you have a pinhead
1: yeah, I wear kids', size, kids hats because I don't have an adult-sized head. No,
0: you don't, do you? Maybe I'm a
1: alien hybrid. Oh, fuck. But, like, the opposite. Like? Like, my head got downsized instead of upsized. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, Anyways, continue. so Karina was worried about her daughter's safety now, so she decided uh, to move her family to the Okanagan Valley.
0: The aliens don't know where
1: that is? No, can't find them there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um they're protected by all the macho dudes with their tap out shirts or <laughs> <laughs> just kidding um okay so then they actually lived there in peace for 12 years there's nothing and then on july 27th 2003 karina and a friend who was visiting from vancouver they were on their way home I don- they were out somewhere and it was around midnight and they had um decided they want to to do some stargazing
0: did they make tea
1: yeah they pulled out like the little Little uh, um, David's tea
0: thermos camping stove okay yeah off the side of the brood a little pot
1: yeah a little pot of tea continue (laughs) so they pulled over and they got out and they kind of they walked towards the forest across the road and stared up at the stars and then her and her friend noticed three stars in a triangle shape really bright and she had also noticed something watching them from across the road. And then apparently the three stars, like, merged into one. It says she lit a torch. Like, I don't know like, <laughs> if that's, like, a flashlight she had.
0: Or she, like... She, like, grabs a stick and, like, wraps fabric around it, <laughs> dips it in some gasoline. Just happens Indiana to have Indiana Jones a... the shit out of that. Right. That would be good. Just happens
1: to have a tiki torch. Quick, hand me the torch. <laughs> Then they were approached by gray aliens. They ran to the car and quickly drove away.
0: That escalated real fast. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, again, they had experienced loss of time and it, it felt like minutes, but the, like an hour had gone by in that time. So, she contacted a UFOologist. <laughs> That's a thing? That is a thing.
0: UFOologist.
1: UFOologist.
0: I like that word. Brian Mike. No. You can't just have two first names.
1: You can if you study UFOs. Oh. Brian Mike. Is your phone on airplane mode?
0: It's on airplane mode. That was due to Wi Fi. Okay. Sorry.
1: Maybe turn off your briefie. Okay. Pinhead. <laughs> hey. <laughs>
0: just
1: joking. I do have pinhead. So Karina then contacted UFOologist Brian Mike and told him what happened. And as it turns out, there was two hundred more eyewitnesses of that same event. Holy shit! Two hundred. That's a lot of like of the pe- three
0: stars merging. Yeah, I feel like I would not fucking report that.
1: If you saw something that terrified you and you lost track of time, you would just ignore it. I'd be like,
0: "Quick, call Brian, Mike." No, I would not. I would not think aliens.
1: What would you think? Okay, say okay. Put yourself in her shoes, okay.
0: Well, okay, if I had her whole full history, like all the other shit.
1: Okay, let's say you didn't have her history. Say, Let's say me and you were sitting outside tonight in the hot tub. Okay. And we saw three lights. Okay. Huge. Something felt a little off inside. The lights merged. And then we went inside and like two hours had gone by. And we, we were literally only outside for half an hour. What would you think?
0: I would think that I'm sleep deprived. I would think that that was the International Space Station going by, or... How
1: do you explain the time?
0: That reason? time, that's what I'm saying. I just misjudged the time when I went in. I didn't read it right. I don't know. I would I would lo- use some logic to explain it away.
1: You would try to just t- talk yourself out of it. I would try to talk myself out of it. Even though Absolutely. you might feel a little weird
0: Yeah, about it. And I'd probably talk about it.
1: But you wouldn't contact Brian Mike? I wouldn't. I would not. I don't think I would either. No.
0: I mean, that's what I'm saying. If I had a whole bunch of different experiences building up like that, maybe I'd feel differently. But definitely the first time, I would try to talk. Explain it. Yep.
1: That makes sense. I feel like I would do the same.
0: Good. We agree on something. We
1: agree on a lot of things. Do we? That cheese is great.
0: Fuck, I love cheese.
1: That The Shining is a good movie. Amazing. So... She had, I guess, come to terms with the fact that she couldn't protect herself or her family from the aliens. And she do- she doesn't know why they keep coming back. But there's a reason. So there's been many interviews with her. She's um, in a book called The Collectors. It's a Canadian UFO book about people's stories, if you guys want to check it out.
0: That sounds cool.
1: Yeah. So I got inf- information from com, an article from April 10th, 2021, and a CTV news video as well
0: very cool i like that that was good
1: i know we i like alien shit
0: yeah it's interesting it's actually super fucking weird alien stuff
1: i think scares me the most because it because i do believe it and it and that movie dark skies because we could watch a million horror movies and and i could go home at night and be like whatever but like alien stuff i actually go home and i'm like a little bit spooked Hmm. it just feels a bit more real to me
0: i don't think i've I, yeah they just it seems so make-believe to me the the movies version of of aliens and stuff like that i remember when i was younger and i saw signs the for the first time that, that one i really so enjoyed because yeah. it was kind of they kind of had it as like a realistic aspect like being seeing it through the news and stuff like that i don't know i thought it was really cool right okay well done bud thank you welcome welcome back oh oh you did the thing don't fucking do that you do that
1: every single time i start <laughs> um also guys commercials commercial section we need material send us your shout outs
0: your 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 business someone's birthday anniversary Ooh, we could do
1: birthdays yeah let's do birthdays sure
0: okay uh happy birthday to kezia your birthday's next week
1: it is on monday
0: it's on Monday. Happy yes. birthday, buddy! Thanks, bud. We're gonna get tat tatied. Oh yeah, darling Matching tattoos. We're gonna get
1: matching tattoos. What this
0: is talking? the drawing of on Emery's pillowcase.
1: Did you ask her what it was?
0: No. Well, I maybe I did at the time, but I can't remember. It's kind of cool. It is cool, but it also it's is weird. terrifying.
1: It's a bit creepy.
0: It's cute and creepy. Does she? She was like she know
1: About this now?
0: Um, I haven't asked her. I can, can we ask, ask her, her after? Yeah.
1: Okay, also you need to share this on Instagram because okay. it's,
0: it's cute, right? Though? And it's weird.
1: cute and creepy, but I
0: love it. Yeah. You kids should get that kids are weird. Did you say we should get that as our tattoos? Yeah. One each? That would be fucking amazing. Which one would you want? They're both fucking awesome.
1: I don't know. I think she'd have to delegate.
0: Look at this the thing. fucking hands on those things.
1: Dude, they're like, um, they're like rakes. <laughs> <laughs> For Rake raking fingers. the leaves. Okay. Fritz, those are our chore hands. <laughs> I love it. Because they are okay. really good at doing chores.
0: Okay. My story is uh, the story of Rebecca Cade. On the evening of October 12th, 31-year-old Rebecca Cade was enjoying a bonfire with friends where she lived in Chillicothe, Ohio. It's spelt like Chillicothe. Chillicothe. Ohio? Ohio. We're going at the States. Sorry, we're going to the States. Um, This one, this story... No. Sorry. <laughs> this story... I was going to do for our Halloween, oh, right? Oh, that's right. So it's a Halloween. It, okay. Yeah. There's a kind of a Halloween vibe to it. Gotcha. And that's why it's not in Canada. Okay. a that special one.
1: Is It is special.
0: It's a little special. Okay. At some point that night, Rebecca was brutally attacked. It would appear that she had attempted to fight off her attacker as they found defensive wounds on her arms. Rebecca had fled her attacker... However, when she tried to jump over a large chain link fence that surrounded this electric substation, her clothing became snagged and caught on the fence, and it trapped her. Oof. She died on that fence before she was able to free herself. Oh. Can you just imagine that for a second? Like you could, you fight off this attacker finally, and you bolt just to be fucking stopped by a f- like a t- tangled up by a fence.
1: Dude, that's horrible. I actually.
0: Have a fear of fences?
1: Well, when I was a kid, <laughs> me and my brothers were playing in a swamp.
0: <laughs> yes, in Africa. Yes, yeah, your so- African swamp monsters in
1: South Africa, and um, there were leeches in there. Ew! And I remember seeing them on my brother, and I freaked out and I ran. My parents kind of drove up in a truck, and I ran screaming towards the truck, and I ran straight into a barbed wire fence. Oh my god! And I, like, cut up my entire body, so...
0: Holy shit. It was pretty messed up. I remember my uh, I was at my grandparents' house, and my brother had been outside riding his bike, and he's three years older than me, and I was probably only three. And I think it was summer, and this is my child memory, I don't know if he didn't have a shirt on or if they took his shirt off after he wiped out, Mm -hmm. but he wiped out and he lost control of his bike and went into a barbed wire fence. Oh
1: my goodness.
0: And cut. And I think he wasn't wearing a shirt. And it just—I remember him screaming his face off and coming into my grandparents' house and just bleeding everywhere. And I had like that's one of my earliest memories is like that moment. Oh my goodness, that's yeah. so
1: awful. Yeah. So imagine that, but then like just bleeding to death. Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh, what the. That's got to
1: be the worst way to die.
0: Yeah, this story doesn't get better. Oh, okay. So, okay. Unfortunately, several neighbors in the area had reported seeing a body on the fence, but it was so bloody and mangled that they mistook it for a Halloween zombie decoration. Whoa. Yeah, because it was near Halloween. (gasps) So they just thought it was a decoration. The next morning, a man walking his dog realized it was actually a human body and called the police. It was revealed that Rebecca died from blunt force trauma to her head and face. She had a knife wound descending from the top of her head into her face, which distorted her appearance significantly. Holy shit. Her back had been burned through three layers of clothing, and she had a broken nose. She had fought her attacker so fiercely that she had actually torn bicep muscles in both arms, one which was severed entirely. Ugh. Chillicothe Gazette reports a large rock the size of a grapefruit was found near the body and believed to be the final murder weapon. So I don't know if she got tangled... And then the attacker caught up to her and be- finished her off. Okay, but what hold it on. I just like.
1: need a minute. That is so brutal. Yeah. Okay, continue.
0: A woman named Tammy Dixon lived nearby and was horrified to learn of Rebecca's body not being a fake zombie. It was straight out of a horror story. It was the worst Halloween scene you could ever imagine. Rebecca was the mother of a 15-month-old boy who was in custody of her sister at the time friends and family say that Rebecca had been struggling with addiction but was getting her life back on track her sister Denise stated that Rebecca didn't deserve what happened to her she had people who loved her and I hope she knew that police arrested Donnie cockier sh- what <laughs> cock what is that cockness lock cock, cockiness junior that is so
1: fucked up, dude cock. like knife sliced burnt on the back
0: like, the knife sliced mangled. mangled her face so bad. Police arrested Donnie Kochner Jr. for her murder not long after her body was identified. Apparently, it was reported that he had been with her at the fire, the bonfire, um, and they had consensual sex, and then they had a fight in which uh, she bit him. And so he hit her, and then apparently parted. they parted ways.
1: And then he came back to brutally murder her.
0: Yeah, no one saw that part, so... Isn't that weird? But he okay. What? he said they like they were at the party. They slept with each other consensually, and then they had a fight. This is why that he left. Okay. She bit him. He got mad and he hit her. And then that's right. all he knows. After eighteen months in custody, um, Donnie was found not guilty of Rebecca's murder. Apparently, there were multiple people who had motive to kill her, and many of many were at the bonfire with her that night.
1: Okay, uh, sorry. Rewind. What year is this? Remember that. Twenty
0: fifteen. Whoa. Twenty fifteen.
1: So there's a lot of people that wanted her dead.
0: Yeah, she. I think she was going through a pretty rough time. I think, and whether I don't know the details about why they had motive, but yeah, rough crowd.
1: Imagine if all your friends kind of wanted you dead. That's fucking.
0: No, I don't <laughs> want to imagine that. Yikes. <laughs> her death also came at the height of hysteria surrounding a series of. Um, women who vanished in the city, and people believed that there was a serial killer in the area. To this date, there has been no further arrests.
1: Wow. Cold case.
0: It's a cold case. That
1: is so awful. Yeah,
0: it's really gross. How she died. Brutal.
1: That's probably one of the most brutal deaths I've ever heard of, I think.
0: I think there's lots like that, unfortunately. There is. But we don't touch too but much on like them, not. But this, yeah. Like it's the they're fact they're that sudden, people... It was so over the top that people thought it was a halloween decoration
1: that is a wild mm. gross that's a cool that no i retract that. that's not a cool story <laughs> that was good though thank you uh, yeah you i had to really process that death i've never had to do that before no. on this podcast pretty brutal Sorry. thanks for sharing thanks. happy halloween <laughs> <laughs> Shall we? we? watched
0: a movie we can talk about. Oh, yeah. Was it called The Night House? Okay, yeah. The Night House. We watched a movie together with my dad.
1: It was really good. It was good. Um, I think we should do a quick synopsis. Okay. Um,
0: and go. You start. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, lady's husband offs himself in a boat. Lady tries to deal
1: with husband's loss, starts going crazy.
0: Lady's mad at the husband.
1: We suspect friend and neighbor might be involved,
0: yeah there's a sus neighbor, and then lady finds pictures of herself that's not her on his phone
1: then she uncovers some shit and things get a little wacky
0: things go they they f- kind of backwards then
1: twist ending
0: the end that's really clarifies it that makes it real simple yeah <laughs> I don't know we it was good it was you have to think a bit but it was cool
1: it's one of those movies where it ends and you're like okay what the hell yeah we but had like a talk you, about it after yeah and then you look it up we looked it up and then we talked about it and then it makes sense it's like do you ever like sometimes watch a movie a second time and then you're like oh now totally. i get it yep. i think yep. it's one of those movies but yeah it was really cool
0: yeah it's a movie you have to look up to explain the ending kind of and then it ties it all together or at least for myself i yeah. But I'm not smart enough to figure it out. No.
1: Same Z's. Cool. So we give it two thumbs up. I
0: give that thumbs up. Two thumbs yeah. up, yeah. Cool. And that's it for and us that's tonight That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Well we'll just jam. Yeah. sweet.
1: Another n- another day, another dollar. High five. Dollar <laughs> Dollar. Dollar darla. <laughs> no. Alright guys. Thanks for hanging. Bye. See ya next time.
0: Bye. Bye.